Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Good morning, everyone, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. As always, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share and serve a little bit of knowledge with you today. Happy July to everybody. It's early Thursday morning here in New York City. Um, please, let's just get the, the dry cleaning out of the way. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, those reviews are really boosting us up. I was, you know, in contact with Apple trying to get us on that highlight reel. So a couple more, um, that would do wonders for me. You could find us on all other platforms too. Uh, looks like the hot ones are, you know, besides Apple, Pandora, Spotify, and Stitcher. So, um, but all platforms where you can find podcasts. So, you know, we're going to be hitting... The body side of things today, and we're kind of, you know, I wanted to get a little bit just to, to related to, you know, the metabolism and uh, a lot of the questions coming in and just with some friends that had some questions regarding losing losing weight, losing fat. Um, so I really wanted to talk about that. So today we're just going to get, we're going to dig deep into what exactly fat is on the science side, how that works, and what's the quickest, quickest way to lose about it, because I feel like just with losing weight, there's a difference between losing weight and losing fat. So let's just get into this. You know, we've discussed in uh, kind of in depth the three main macronutrients that we consume on a daily basis, protein, carbs, and fats. So this one's going to be focused on fat, and then we'll kind of move into losing fat. But, you know, eating fats necessarily does not make you fat. Um, it's actually funny because um, you're actually more likely to gain weight from blood sugar and your insulin spiking from those sweet treats that don't contain um, too much fat. So that's just a little interesting piece here. Fats are an essential part of a well-balanced diet, as we all know. You can check out the other dieting episodes again. We always leave things very um, up to you on this. I think that is the best way it works, but fat... Um, is a concentrated source of energy. It does help protect your organs from damage. Um, and, you know, when you have fat, those essential fatty acids boost your brain function, um, immune system, which is important now, heart health, and your metabolism, of course, which we discussed about. Uh, so I'm going to get into, you know, just kind of what is fat loss and, and what, 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 from a science piece, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to give you guys just that little different perspective. What happens when, you know, you lose fat, you know? So fat, it's interesting. When you're losing weight and burning it, you know, we, we know by this point, or at least I hope you do that, you know, calories in um, have to be less than the calories, uh, have to be less than the calories out. That's kind of just, um, you know, how that works. So if you're doing that, what happens when to the fat? So fat is actually converted to carbon um, dioxide and water. So you you're actually exhaling the carbon dioxide and the water um, just into circulation. Also, you know, as you you pee or you sweat, that's also how you lose it. So I just thought that was very interesting. Not a lot of people actually, at least I wasn't aware um, that you're kind of breathing out your fatness. So that's pretty cool. Um, Protein does share the same fate, except small parts turn um, into solids. That's kind of why, you know, you, you continue to to build muscle as well. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, you know, the, the, the main question is, you know, how do you aim to lose weight on this fat loss journey that we're all on or, or at least you're trying to be on? And the expected rate of weight loss does vary with how aggressive each weight loss program is for those with, you know, overweight or, you know, obese. Um, I would say a weight loss of, you know, 5%, 10%, um, 
you know, a close family member of mine lost, you know, 15, 20% of, of their body weight and, and, you know, still remained. Um, it wasn't that, that crazy actually. So, you know, five to 10% is the, the doctor prescribed method during the first six months, um, would be possible, but you could always push it. Um, some of the other factors that are included in weight loss, as we touched upon with metabolism, gender, age, the extent of that calorie deficit, the, the key when you're losing fat to, to really not to keep that that nice shape that we all like that that V look or you know just that aesthetics piece is about not giving the the calorie deficit so much because that's the problem that you end up having when you really lose too much fat too quickly and we'll talk about that um that is the the main issue that people kind of have is is this yo-yoing diet that oh I'm losing 30 pounds because we're not eating we're going to starve and and do all that stuff um and you go from one extreme to the other so it's it's not the best way and it's definitely not the the best for um you know for longevity at least so with a sufficient calorie deficit and proper exercise you know we know you you could lose weight so it's important to you know, anybody who's a little on the skinnier side or on the overweight side, it's important to consult with, you know, the healthcare providers to really kind of nail this down. Um, nutrition, um, nutritionists have been a key way of kind of, you know, going about it the, the most optimal way, should I say. So, you know, the other piece that I wanted to touch on here is, um, you know, how much weight should I lose? How much exercise do you have to do? And when's the best time to burn fat? So in a, in a fed state, right? That's after you've eaten and your body is not in starvation mode. Um, you know, during mild to moderate exercise, you're getting energy 50% from the carbs you eat and then 50% from that, that body fat that we're talking about. As you increase the intensity of your exercise, the ratio moves um, more towards burning carbs. So it's not the best for for fat loss, obviously. At a very high intensity, your body could be running up to 80 to 90% off of carbohydrates. So that's not going to get that fat loss. And that's kind of what you see with diets when people lose dramatic weight. That's why you don't have that nice six-pack look. That's why you have that kind of, you know, that that soft look. And that's, you know, I don't think anybody wants that. But, you know, in a, in a very simplified version of, of how this works, um, you know, first, you're going to draw... Um, from those blood lipids. That's fat that is either recently absorbed or being transported by the blood. Then that fat um, could be, you know, after you kind of let loose of those, you're drawing fat from intermuscular stores. Then when you're resting, um, you're still burning fat, obviously. You're replacing that intramuscular fat with the, it's called subcutaneous fat that we all want to shed. That is the that body fat. That's where the love handles go. That is the hardest part for men. It is um, in the belly. And then for women, it is on the, on the mid- the, the side, those, those love handles. Um, but when you burn fat, that fat cell shrinks. So, you know, you have to keep in mind that you cannot eliminate a fat cell once it's been created. So the only thing you can really do is shrink it down. Um, and you know, the, the metabolic, um, rate and your metabolic fuel system is a piece that, you know, we've kind of touched upon in the, excuse me, the metabolic rate episode, but on the metabolism episode, but there is, three fuel systems that you're able to, um, you know, activate the, the fat flow and able to, to, um, you know, burn that fat. So there, the first one is the, the phosphagin system. This system is heavily taxed by, you know, sprinting, 
powerlifting, interval training. This is the hit exercises. Um, you know, training that system improves your overall power, speed, and the, ma- the maximal oxygen uptake. You know, this is really good for um, athletes, those explosive athletes. So this is what you see a lot of MMA fighters doing, um, a lot of football athletes. No fat is used in this system. Then there's the the glycolic system. This system is heavily taxed in you know 15 seconds to a three minute duration with interval training, circuit training, functional training. Um, this improves blood blood lactate threshold levels and is really good for high intensity endurance. Um, no fats also used in this system as well. And then the oxidative system is um, the system is heavily taxed during a long duration of exercise. So this is you know that long, strenuous cardio that you're doing, steps, cardiovascular movements, you know, the steps. Training this oxidative system improves aerobic endurance, cardiovascular and pulmonary tissue. So still pretty important. Fat is one of the fuel sources for this system. So the oxidative system can burn all of them, could burn your carbs, your fats, or your protein in the the presence of, you know, that system firing up. So um, as the carbs the carb sources in your body are exhausted, the ratio of the fat utilized increases in the oxidative system. So it's important to note that all the systems are active. Each one of these is active, but the level of involvement depends on the intensity of your exercise. So, you know, low intensity aerobic exercises does not heavily tax any of the fuel system, but it does use fat as a primary fuel source. Scott, what the hell are you saying? What does this mean? It means that by walking or by doing this long strenuous cardio, you're actually burning fat. So for people that don't want to get crazy with, um, you know, with, with doing this intense hit exercises, jump roping, even though those do are effective, low intensity exercises are, you know, just, um, you know, are just as important. So am I saying don't, um, you know, you shouldn't, sprint or run to lose fat. I mean, if you're looking at it scientifically, the data says yes, but overall, you're probably not going to lose fat. During high-intensity workouts, you know, like we mentioned earlier, more carbs are burned than body fat. But the point that you have to remember here is the workout alters your body's chemistry for the next several hours. So when you're resting, you're actually burning more fat when you're sedentary. So it's like a catch-22 here. Both of them work, but both could be, you know, you just got to gotta pick what, you know, works for you. Um, you know, we'll jump into the, the you know, I'm always going to give you some sort of, of tips with this piece, but, you know, the, the, the first topic that you have to start strength training. Um, I know it sounds miserable, but it is a key component for your muscles against resistance. So not only does it build muscle mass, but it will, um, you know, it will have multiple benefits. And in one study, strength training reduced visceral fat, um, which is that fat we mentioned we don't like, in 78 people with uh, metabolic syndrome. So visceral fat is that type of fat that surrounds the the organs in the belly and, and that midsection. So um, that, you know, if you're, if you're not a person who does it, I know I'm always sounding like you should be strength training. You don't have to sit and, and lift crazy amounts of weights three or four times a week. Um, not only does strength training do all these things, but it has been shown to increase, you know, the resting energy expenditure that we just discussed and reduces the belly fat, especially when combined with those other exercises for cardio that, that we discussed. Um, what is the, you know, what is the best exercises to do to burn fat? That, that's a, a question that I wanted to hit. Um, you know, again, the answer is always going to be whatever works best for you. You could do any type of exercise, but the, the point is to to find something that you could do consistently. 
um, what workout burns the most fat. I mean, there's so many variables uh, like we just discussed. You could whatever works for you. You could do Zumba, Zumba. You could do yoga, Pilates, powerlifting, heavy lifting, whatever works for you. Um, so instead of trying to determine which exercises burn the most fat, you got to focus on what could I do, you know, with that level of intensity um, consistently. So, um, follow a high protein diet. I'm not going to pound this one on the ground. You know, eating high protein always kind of helps. Um, I would say that these two tips always pop up just to be healthier. So I think these are something that people should be doing on an everyday basis, squeezing in more sleep, um, and, uh, uh, a high, a, uh, a high protein diet, you know, getting that six to seven hours, uh, a day changes you know, changes everything for, for me, just trying to get that set. I like to have eight, but seven at a minimum. Um, and particularly in women, one study of around 70,000 women showed that those who slept five or fewer hours per night over a period of 10 to 20 years were more likely to gain weight than those who slept for longer than seven hours per night. So, you know, if you want to get to sleep, tell, tell you, tell your boyfriend, I just want to, you know, I want to try to lose some weight for you. Um, another piece here, you know, the apple cider vinegar, that is my shit. Um, vinegar has always been well known for its health promoting properties. The thing I do every morning is a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar mixed that with water. You have to remember if you're going to do this, um, you know, to uh, do not take it in a shot form. You know, uh, one of my friends did that. That will tear up your teeth. You have to have it mixed in with, you know, 10 to 10 to 12 ounces of water. And um, after that, have another bottle of water to just get that get that off your get the acid off your your teeth. You know, one study found that consuming one to two tablespoons of vinegar um, daily reduced people's body weight, belly fat, um, and the average waist circumference over a 12 to 16 week period. Um, it's also been shown to enhance feelings of fullness and reduce appetite. It's really weird. Um, I need it every morning. It actually kind of like, I don't know what it's doing on the, on the scientific side. I didn't look this up, but it's like, it's almost like cleaning the, the insides. It feels like, I feel like, a you know, the vinegar is like a dishwashing component that every morning it just kind of gives you that, um, you know, that, that nice feeling, that, that full feeling. And then you could always follow it up with a little bit of green tea too. I've always said that as well. Um, another important thing is, is to watch what kind of fats you're eating. You know, there's healthy fats and there's non-healthy fats. Fats take more time to digest. Um, and they can help slowing the emptying of the stomach, to say. So that really reduces the appetite and hunger. So one study actually found that following the Mediterranean diet, which is very healthy fats, olive olive oil, nuts, excuse me, cheese. Uh, you know, this is associated with a lower risk of of weight gain than a typical low fat diet. You know, I think at this point you should know. I've like dug it into your brains here with these avocados, oils, nuts, seeds, or just a few examples. But again, you can just Google those. Anything that will get you, you know, kind of moving in the right direction is what we want. Fiber. Of course, is um you know another piece that that will help you lose fat. We we've discussed that a little bit. It's all similar things here. So you know you're really going to be hitting a lot of things if you could fix up that diet. Um, the other piece that I wanted to touch on was the the refined carbs. You know, yeah, you, you have to get those out of your diet. And if you if you decrease your intake of refined carbs, I guarantee 
that you'll end up, you know, losing some extra fat. You know, during processing, refined grains are stripped of their bran and germ, resulting in a final product that's very low in fiber and nutrients. That's why it's so important to have those in your diet, particularly that belly fat. So, you know, even on your cheat days and all this stuff, you got to stay away from the pastries, the pastas, that white bread, that breakfast cereal, um... You know, and again, the other one that, you know, you're always going to hear me say it, that that coffee, caffeine, I love it. I'm not, we got no sponsors with caffeine in them, but caffeine is the primary ingredient in just about every single fat burning supplement. So if you don't like caffeine, you should, and it'll make you feel good. It's a stimulant. It's an upper, increases metabolism, boosts the, the breakdown of fatty acids. Um, it's fantastic. One large study. Another, this was around 60,000 people found that increased caffeine intake is associated with um, less weight gain. Um, and that's, again, kind of common sense due to the the fat burn. But studies do show that higher caffeine intake is associated with um, greater weight loss as well. So, you know, I hope um, that this helps and answered some questions that, that people kind of had for me. Um, as always, uh, it was really a pleasure. I really enjoyed this one. Keep the questions coming again. You can find, you can email, um, us at causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. Again, just to kind of reiterate what we're doing here. This is just to, to help you guys out a little bit, little tips where you could kind of look up something, get, get a true answer. I hope I'm being as, um, objective as possible. I hope that this is knowledgeable to you. Um, the the questions that you guys keep coming in. I'm gonna kind of pick and choose ones that kind of hit my soul. That one, the one we did um, last week with AKA Sam. Uh, a lot of people talking about it. I love that one. Um, Sam is doing great, by the way. So uh, shout out Sam. Uh, I want to keep doing these. So you know, more questions the better. Please leave a subscribe, leave a review. Um, yeah, we'll leave it here as usual. Stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed, and I'll talk to you later. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.